to another edition of the Ramp Check Podcast. You say, who? <laughs> that would be us, the Ramp Check Podcast. Hey, we're back. Yes. And uh, I know it's been a little bit since we've actually done uh, a podcast. We we had our uh, podcast from Red Flag 20-3. Um, Which we only posted on YouTube. I know, right? So I, that's you dropped bad. the ball on that one. Yeah, you, it, you saw it, the video it also version. Also, has been long enough to where uh, our little intro here isn't as uh, you normally do, where we all three introduce. You. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron <laughs> Rumfollow. I'm Tony. I'm Aaron. I'm Ryan. <laughs> We're out of rhythm, guys. It's been a minute. Um, yeah. yeah. You know the. Uh, I'm just going to say this right now. The world is a crazy fucking place right now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, No uh, excuses. It's just fucked up. No, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah. luckily, we've been able to um, uh, get out and do a couple of things, a couple of events. We had the um, the Wings Over Warren Air Show at F.E. Warren Air Force Base right. in Cheyenne. A lot of driving on that one. Yes. Yeah. You that saw a couple of Instagram videos that we put up of that. And uh, we did put one up. On our new YouTube channel. Right. Also uh, all the photos that we posted. Right. And some photos as well. And, um, but, uh, uh, and then, you know, Red Flag 20-3, Aaron and I got to go. Ryan uh, wasn't able to. Nope. Um, you missed the bone again, brother. I know. You Every missed... time. If you guys ever want to see any B1s fly, just Go to an event with my brothers when I'm not there. Because that's, <laughs> that's the only that, time a B1 will fly. That's actually not true. We had oh, a B1 wings fly by at right. Oh, that's yes, right. we did. But you didn't get to see any afterburner. I remember commenting on that when we were there, to be honest. <laughs> but previous times. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. Well, you definitely right. miss out on seeing the Bones perform fly do their missions whatever yeah, red flag yeah. it exactly it is awesome and i was hoping although i'm not i'm not gonna get greedy here but i was hoping the b1 was gonna do more than it did up in wyoming yeah i was hoping it yeah, would come around and do a couple click, more flybys yeah. but a barrel roll did, it just did one and then it was gone oh you know what though we did get to see some daytime afterburner we just didn't get to see any nighttime afterburner um, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I'll be all right. But, yeah, we're uh, back. Everything. Yeah. And and just and just to uh, just to quote somebody, um, silence doesn't mean inaction. Right. No, <laughs> that's... it's not that we're not doing anything. We yeah, just haven't yeah. actually uh, done the podcast. I'll tell you, Aaron has worked like crazy um, redesigning uh, the ramp check. Uh, dot com website right our website right. www.rampcheckglobal.com <laughs> oddly enough um and a lot of you have seen it yeah and the new design a lot of new merch uh available in the ramp swag store um that would be swag not merch yes it's not 
<laughs> Merchandise. We say swag here at the our swag. Podcast. See, we're out of we're out of practice. We're just dude. out of sync. It is, but uh, lots and lots of really cool swag in the Ramp Swag store. Um, head over there right now while you're listening, W or watching. I, I'm not getting used to that. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody that's wave true. at the camera. Hi. Good day. Yes. Hello. Good day. <laughs> um, good day. My new uh, F35 hat. Um, we get a lot of stuff. Uh, swag sent to us yes and uh this is one of those things so um if it was you that sent it thank you very much <laughs> uh really appreciate that but um uh head over to the ramp swag store we've got i mean before we had t-shirts and stickers and you know a few other cool things but i mean some of the stuff that's on there now we've got like canvas uh prints or what what do you actually call them Aaron, the the uh, the actual prints. Oh well, so we've got a couple different types. We have uh, I uploaded our first poster that you can get. Sweet. Um, and then there there's also some really cool uh, canvas. They're framed canvas art pieces, I guess you would call it. Mm. And uh, a, the we don't have a ton of them up right now for sale, but we do have some designs um, from you know. Just the different artwork that, that I do and, and that we offer through the Ramp Swag store. So uh, some of the designs you can also get like on T-shirts and stickers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But we're trying to kind of venture into, you know, some some wall art stuff. You know, something you can buy and hang on your wall as well. A little bit of everything. So T-shirts, yeah, yeah. stickers. Pins, you, pins. Since you're close, go show them that. Oh, oh yeah. Th- th- this this <laughs> was a, a test run that we just did. Can I do a flyby? <laughs> <laughs> zoom, zoom in on this, eh? <laughs> yeah. It's so. a ghost pen. Yeah, it's a ghost. If you uh, want to see it in action. It's a, an acrylic pen. <laughs> it's the very first test run that we had of those. There's there's, oh, there's, there's other pin designs we're looking at, too. Some metal pins. Um, um, but, uh, but yeah, so. We should show our uh, air show pin collection one of these. Yeah, we should. Oh, yeah, channels. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, sorry Absolutely. to interrupt. That's a great idea. But head on over to the Ramp Swag store, www.rampcheckglobal.com, and uh, you'll see the link right there. By the way, the newly redesigned website, too, it makes it easy to, to uh, head over to our yeah. aerospace and aviation news uh-huh. uh, webpage, rampcheckreport.com. Right. Uh, and also there's a link um, to most of the major um uh podcast platforms you can listen to the yeah, podcast i, I think all so. of them are on there actually yeah. well uh, yeah, yeah all of them link to our youtube <clears throat> channel as well uh yep okay yep. all all on there so yeah go ahead and check that out and and there's also a new section on the website which is kind of cool and and our our sister lisa actually helped us a lot with um mm-hmm. with writing our our uh, bios uh, we never really had anything like that on our website, and I know we've had, uh, you know, suggestions and requests, people, you know, wanting to know a little bit more about us uh, by being able to just read about it right on our website. But, yep. but uh, thanks, sister. Yeah, it was it was yes. a lot of fun, kind of going back in time and kind of reliving some of our experiences and some of the, you know, aviation highlights in our life to get those written. Right. Um, and uh so i yeah you know what i want to do what's that this is kind of i think um i want 
us to read each other's bios, but like sure. I'm gonna read yours, you'll read Ryan's, and Ryan will read mine. <laughs> Should we do that? Come on, let's do it. This will be fun. Little sentimental brother. Yeah, let's see here. So, yeah, that works. Let's okay. Do it. So I'm gonna read Aaron, and you can um, for those at home following along, um, you can go to rampcheckglobal.com, click on the About Us tab, and when you hear Tinkerbell's little ding, it's time to turn the page. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so this is just a refresh. Okay. I know we've had a couple of podcast episodes that kind of <coughs> talk about us and who we are. Well, here is a refresh with our brand new about us section of the RampCheckGlobal.com yes. website. All right, here we go. <coughs> um, that's just a throat clearing. It's so not a COVID. So, who are you reading? I'm reading yours. Okay. okay. So, Aaron, Ready? here we go. Aaron is the middle brother who has also developed his love of aviation at a very young age. His early flight experiences were in general aviation, first on a Bell 206 Jet Ranger while attending an air show, a Cessna 120 as a surprise flight from an acquaintance, and then on Classic Lifeguard 3's Bell 206 Long Ranger in the Lake Powell area, that's of uh, southern Utah, southern northern Utah. Arizona, um, where his brother-in-law, that would be Lisa's husband, Mike, um, Mike, Mike. want to give credit where it's due, um, was working as a flight paramedic. Aaron began his career in aviation in his late teens when he moved to Colorado to live with his big brother, Tony, and work on the ramp with Tony for United Express. Aaron's career would take him back to Salt Lake City, to Salt Lake International Airport, Provo Municipal Airport and Phoenix Mesa Gateway Airport as he worked for Hudson General Millionaire Gateway Aviation Services and finally ending up as a de-ice manager for ASIG. Working the ramp provided many opportunities for creating relationships as well as contributing to Aaron's love of photography. It was often his photography skills that enabled unique access to in-flight photo experiences with the Utah Air National Guard's 151st Air Refueling Wing, who his, 20, his uh, brother Tony was a part of that unit, no, by the way. That is not in the article. I know, but I was just kind of... No, I'm, I'm relating it to us. So this is why we're reading our own I shit. Know, oh, I know. Boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and three such flights with the United States Army's parachute team, the Golden Knights. In the private sector, Aaron has flown and shot uh, on the B-52 Super Rabbit. The no, B B-25. That's what I said. B-25 Super Rabbit. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> the B-17G Sentimental Journey and even had the opportunity to fly with the late Russ McDonald in his P-51 Mustang. Uh, Noof. Yep. One of Aaron's favorite memories. Uh, another memory was flying with helicopter pilot legend Chuck Aaron in his uh, BO-105 aerobatic helicopter doing loops and barrel rolls over Tucson. Uh, be sure to check out Aaron's photos and videos across all of Ramp Check Global's platforms. Let me add something about Chuck Aaron. Sure. Um, he he has just added his um, uh, what would you like call upset it? Upset recovery. His, yeah, his yeah. upset recovery specialty as part of the curriculum at Southern Utah University's School of Aviation. Who are oh, we've cool. got a good friend uh, who uh, goes to school down yeah, there, is pilots it, is helicopters. It Nate? Yep, Nate, Nate underscore yeah. Barton Nate. on right. Instagram. That's right. Um, he's uh, moving right along. We're seeing some great posts. But um, one of Chuck Aaron's helicopters is actually part of that fleet now. Awesome. And they're teaching the upset recovery. And, That's and great. apparently, Chuck Aaron himself is there at the school about uh, about one week a month. So 
Wow, that's nice. Uh, we'll we'll have to catch up with them and get yeah, them on the podcast. Definitely. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be one of the premier, if it's not yeah. already, uh, helicopter flight schools yeah. in the nation. Just well, for that we'll alone. We'll have to take down my, my printed um, little photos that I have here framed. You can't see it in the video, but... We'll have to show you and have them sign it or something. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely that, that have was, to get Chuck to sign it. That was a lot of fun. It's anyway. Collage. All right. So uh, who's next? Who wants to read next? Um, let's Aaron, see are you going to read Ryan's? I can pull up Ryan's here. Okay. I'm, I'm going to grab my uh, iPhone. Let's see. Rampcheck. Global.com. And, uh, by the way, this wasn't a planned part of the podcast. No, we just it's figured, not. hey, what the hell? Flying by the Why not? Of our pants. In case some of you are brand new and haven't gone all the way back and listened to our other podcasts, it gives you a little idea of who we are. And again, thank you, sis, for writing these out. They're they're pretty cool. Yeah. So I'll read Ryan's then. All right. Okay. Or do you want to hear mine again? That was pretty good. No, we'll listen to okay. Ryan's. <laughs> okay. So here's here's Ryan. <clears throat> it's my turn, eh? Okay. <laughs> The youngest of the Rumfalo brothers, there was no way Ryan wasn't going to develop a love of aviation. His earliest memories will all, were also attending air shows and sitting at the end of runways. Ryan, hopefully with a pass, you know, you never, you never <laughs> know. Uh, Ryan's childhood home was in the flight path of Salt Lake International Airport, where he used to grab his scanner and sit on top of the shed so he could watch airplanes and log flights. <laughs> At the age of 18, Ryan got a job sorting mail at Salt Lake International Airport just so he could work near the airplanes. One of his favorite memories of those early days is when he would sit at the observation deck and eat his lunch. Wanting to stay in aviation, Ryan began working the ramp for the commercial airlines uh, Win Air, JetBlue, and Frontier Airlines. He then crossed the runway to the general... Hopefully with a pass as well. Sorry. Uh, he then living. <laughs> hey, I'm hey. just... I'm getting mine in because Tony right? got his in. Anyway, he then crossed the runway to the general aviation side of Salt Lake International and began a long career working at the FBO's servicing and de-icing aircraft for Millionaire, TAC Air, and Atlantic. During his time in general aviation... Ryan was a de-ice coordinator, a line supervisor, a training manager, and a training manager. He serviced private aircraft, air ambulances, and numerous charter flights ranging from the Utah National Guard to professional sports teams. The 2002 Winter Olympics Games and the opportunity to work in Houston for Super Bowl, I'm not even going to guess what that is, what is that, 10, 20? 20, or 38. 38, yeah, I, I was just adding up the <laughs> Roman numerals. Um, uh, that was one of the, the highlights of his 16-plus year career. He will tell you that it is easier to list celebrities he hasn't met rather than list the ones he has. Which is true. That is, yeah, seriously. Uh, Ryan is the athlete of the family and loves both playing sports and coaching. He's coached sports at, high, at the high school level, primarily girls soccer, for nearly 15 years. In addition to his enthusiasm for being a part of a ramp check in the aviation community, he can frequently be found spending time with family and most likely quoting something from the TV show Scrubs. So there is Ryan. Very true. All righty. Very true. Nice, brother. So we're saving uh, best for last. 
Oldest. <laughs> Whoever has the least amount of hair goes last, so we did go in order. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yes, we did. Yep. <laughs> All right. Turn this into story time. Let's see here. Let's get the fireplace crackling in yes. the background. Yes, Tony. Live Should cigar, I do it like this? get a brandy. The oldest of the brothers, Tony's. <laughs> Tony's earliest aviation memories were from sitting at the end of runways with his dad and sister. Apparently you were doing it by yourself. <laughs> right? Well, Where's Ryan? Well, you didn't give a shit. That's why. Hey. Uh, bu- bu- building model airplanes, they said. Just kidding. Uh, build- building model airplanes and staging them in flight for pictures was a favorite hobby from his youth. Tony later credits the movie Top Gun for that final push to join the armed forces. Since he knew joining the Navy or Marines meant an inevitable relationship with water, swimming was never his thing, (laughs) Tony decided the best option for working with jets and seeing the world uh, was in the United States Air Force and enlisted in 1987 right after high school. Ironically, he was ultimately assigned to his home state of Utah at Hill Air Force Base. (laughs) Tony served a combined six years in the U.S. Air Force and the Utah Air National Guard after extending his commitment. Tony began his journey into the commercial and general aviation field by working for commercial airlines and FBOs on the flight line at Salt Lake City International Airport, Denver International Airport, and Will Rogers World Airport in Oklahoma City. While working for Southwest Airlines, Tony had an opportunity to become a reservations trainer slash instructor, enabling him to travel across the country training reservation agents. In 2002, Tony received his flight dispatch license and began a 10-year career as a flight dispatcher for SkyWest Airlines. That same year, an opportunity to work in NBC's broadcast center during the Salt Lake Winter Olympics presented itself, which Tony gladly accepted. Drawing from the experience, along with 20 years of being a DJ for various radio stations, enabled the production of the Ramp Check podcast, allowing Tony to combine his love of aviation with broadcasting. Tony's military, commercial, and general aviation career provided opportunities to secure flights in everything from a Douglas DC-3 while working the Wendover Air Show to a C-5 Galaxy while enlisted in the U.S. Air Force. There have been many more flights, and Tony will happily provide his full, impressive list, if you ask. Okay, are you ready for my list? The list is long, but distinguished. (laughs) So's my... Never mind. So's my Saturn V. So thanks, Lisa, Um, for writing those. Yes. You did a very good job. Yes, very, very good job, sis. Okay, perfect. All right. Yeah, so now that we got that out of the way, a little refresher as to uh, who Tony, Aaron, and Ryan are. Um, if you have any questions. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's good if this is someone's first time listening. But Right. Because yeah. it has, it's been a minute it's since been, the last. I guess it's it has been, been a minute. It's been probably 35, 40 episodes since we kind of mm-hmm. mentioned who we are. What's this, number 55? Uh, right along those I lines. This is 55, yeah, I would have to, have to yeah. check, check so, that out. But, um, yeah. but oh, anyway. By the way, for, for those of you that are... Uh, that we're looking to watch the video edition of the podcast. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the memory card is full already. Oh dang! Yeah, you to I mean shooting fifteen those. minutes of. Uh, I guess we'll have to scale that down to 1080p instead of 4K. <laughs> Probably. Um, we're still learning this shit, guys. <laughs> you know, we we seem to have the audio part of it down, but still a few hiccups here and there when uh, when the video edition comes. Yeah. Um, 
That's okay. Into play. So, um, as we were mentioning before, uh, you know, 2020 has been and still is, for the lack of a better phrase, a shit show. Gosh. Well, yeah. Um, go ahead. And, and well, no, I'm just, and I'm just kind of saying this to lead into our next stories because yeah. there's just so much going on everywhere. Well, can I comment on that when you're done saying what you're gonna say? Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say it, and and. It's like the airline industry is still just <clears throat> suffering like crazy, and individuals are. And um, yeah, it's it's sad it's, because there's actually going to be a lot of airline employees furloughed come October first. Yes, there's and man, it it the ripple effect is going to be felt all over the aviation industry yep. because of that. Yeah, well, mean, and it's it's affected us, and that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, like, yeah, we. You know, something that's annoyed me through this little thing that we have out there called COVID-19 or whatever the hell it is. Pandemic. Um, um, you know, <laughs> I in other avenues of my life have kind of been annoyed with the excuse of everything is blamed on COVID, you know, like you need to order something in COVID and, and, and like I get it and I understand the reason why I say I'm annoyed with it is because like. I want to get upset at people of using it for an excuse, but then I had to kind of put my shoe on the other foot and realize, like, well, that's exactly what kind of happened with us. Like, we had a couple air shows on the horizon we were going to go to. We were going to cover a red flag. We had all this shit we were going to do and all this content we wanted to bring to you guys, and then it all just kind of stopped. And so um, I had to just put the shoe on the other foot and realize like everybody is affected everybody mm -hmm. doesn't and, matter what walk of life yeah and it, and especially in the aviation community where we're obviously um what we're obviously dealing with um so you know when i say it like i'm i in the beginning i gotta admit i was a little hypocrite about it because i was getting annoyed when i was being told that but i'm gonna turn around and say hey like because of this it affected us like mm -hmm. we weren't able to um do some of the events we we wanted to do and so we're hoping that things can get better which it looks like they are and we can continue to do this for all you guys <laughs> name jesus christ amen thank you thank you brother appreciate Thanks for that. the uh, um, and i and i do want to add you know <clears throat> Remember, everybody, this is the Ramp Check podcast. Our focus is yeah. on aviation. Right. We know that there are other people out there um, that may listen to the podcast that may not, thinking, well, I work in this industry, and I do this, and I've got friends. We're not saying that other industries have not been affected. Right. Every every industry has been affected. Yeah, yeah. We, we have another business that that pays the bills while we do ramp check and um i mean that business that's been it, affected I it's mean, been affected every, we, yeah, we've everything. been able to keep it running thank god yeah and we're grateful for that but but just remember the focus of this podcast is aviation before you get to you know work right up, right that you know, yeah we're, so. we're not talking about all aspects we're talking about aviation because right. that's our passion that's what we love that's what we love being a part of um and aviation affects everybody. Mm -hmm. So and I guess in, in, in a sense, it, it is about everything. Mm -hmm. Because 
without aviation, our life just would not function how it does. Right. And um, um, I guess we could segue into that kind of some some current event stories well, that I have think, happened. Yeah, well, we're talking about, like, the, the layoffs that are coming up in right. October. Right. I mean, that's... Um, uh, let's see. Was, was it, American Airlines? I was just gonna say says that they're gonna they are gonna have to lay off nineteen thousand workers gosh, in October. Wow. That's gosh, okay, that's a layoff now. And then, so there've been a ton of aircraft retirements. I mean, the A three eighty is pretty much extinct now. Yeah, there are some um, coming back though. Right, but. It's not going to be but, near but the it's scale not going to that be it has been before. Because, you know, you've got airlines uh, like Air France. They mm-hmm. retired all of them, basically, because of right. this. They were already going to retire them, mm-hmm. um, you know, within the next several years. But, but COVID just kind of, you know. Cut it right off the knees. Exactly. Yep. And so uh, Finnair, now this isn't a United States airline obviously right. i'm guessing the COVID that Finnair is the whole world out of finland um <laughs> but they have been forced to sell one of their airbus a350s mm-hmm. and they're having to lay off a thousand employees mm-hmm. we've had three regional airlines well two regional airlines mm-hmm. so far mm-hmm. that have gone under so um i think the first one was compass yep and then the second one was i'm trying to well, remember just lately just just announced express jet well express jet is going to be the third one yeah and let's see if i can find the article here i've got the other one i had it i had it pulled up but i've got so many tabs open yeah i know uh, i know but um, but and and while tony's looking that up we can talk about some of these airframes that have been retired mm -hmm. i mean you look american got rid of all their 767s Okay, Jesus. they parked all their seven five sevens. I guess there's a potential some of those may come back. Mm-hmm. But and then one of the the most sad stories about this pandemic, in my opinion, is all the retirements of the seven four sevens. I mean, so bad. British yeah, Airways retired all of theirs. Qantas retired all theirs. KLM re- retired all of theirs. Um, so who's even still flying them? Well, there, there's... Is there still a handful? There there, there are some uh, Dash 400s and then the Dash 8 Intercontinentals. We'll see Dash 8 freighters fly for decades yeah. because they're still making those. They're right. still making those new. UPS still has uh, some to be delivered uh, from Boeing. But, um, you know, you, you've got uh, uh, Korean Airs flying the Dash 8 Intercontinentals. Uh, okay, China. Good. So it's not like everybody, yeah, but it's Lufthansa, still it's still sad with how many. It, it is. It, it's it's mostly those those older legacy Dash 400 747s that are being retired, which is just God. I mean, it's 747 by far. I mean, all of us can probably say this is probably our favorite commercial aircraft of all time. Really, I mean, mm-hmm. I agree. Anytime with that. there's a 747, you're always you know, oh wow, I gotta stop and see. Yeah, I mean, I it's gotta just, check it out. Right, you know? one of the coolest designs ever. Yeah, it, it it really is. I mean, and and it's you know been around for 50, 50 years, so yeah. it's it, it's pretty crazy. But um, so the other anyway, regional, what was the other one? Trans states. Okay. Went away, and now Express Jet. So, Express Jet's only regional partner was United Airlines. 
Yeah. That was it. And, and it was all Embraer ERJ-145, yeah, right? Yeah, 145. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, a picture of it up there. Oh, yeah. Right there. Yep. yep. There's the old legacy. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, the legacy, the yep. corporate jet. Yeah, so the all Embraer ERJ-145 airline said yesterday that it would terminate operations on September 30th and lay off most of its 3,000 employees. Coincidentally, the September 30th deadline is also the day that the airline's financial assistance from the United States government ends. Now, that's that CARES Act uh, to help with payroll, and that was not extended. Um, It's just, it's... Well, I, it's sad. In all honesty, you know? I mean, how could the government extend that? I mean, the they, billions they of dollars I mean, just that keep them going. Like, they just yeah. you can't, and you know, it's so frustrating. And and I'll I'll come back to my thought that I have right now. How frustrating all this is, and it completely could have been avoided. Yep. Period. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm gonna go to another story that actually really pisses me off. And if the airlines want to recover, quit doing shit like this. Yes, thank okay? you very much. So JetBlue Airlines, everybody knows JetBlue, okay? And I've never badmouthed JetBlue because I want all airlines to succeed, but I'm definitely badmouthing them today. This is ridiculous. A mother of six was booted off of a JetBlue flight and they said, because... No, she has to- the hell well, she that? has to cover her nose sorry, and her mouth. Yeah. Uh, video just started playing, but go. Oh, ahead. sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Go I couldn't. It. Yeah. Anyway, so um, a mother of six. So her and her six kids. Okay. That's not a few kids. That's quite a bit to travel it, with. It, it is <laughs> quite a bit to travel travel with. Was booted off a JetBlue's flight because her toddler wouldn't keep a mask on. Okay. Now her toddler toddler was two years old. Okay, I have a two-year-old. My son turns two in October. Okay, I can tell you this right now. There is no fucking way (laughs) that I would be able to keep a mask on him. We were flying on a flight. I mean, you can't can't even keep control of a two-year-old most of the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in certain areas. Well, of course, of course. And and, and the, the thing is, is we... My wife and I, my stepdaughter, my son, we we actually flew somewhere this summer. And, um, you know, so I actually (laughs) knew what it was like. And we got yelled at by the flight crew for doing an Instagram Live when we were on there. Oh, yeah, because their their manual just says no uh, uh, calls. Right, exactly. But we weren't doing... Well, anyway, it's... It's It's neither here nor there. It's a stupid story, but but anyway... um, um, the, my, my point is, is I have personal experience just recently flying with a kid that's basically two years old. Yeah. And there's just no way you can get a two or three year old. I mean, even three year old. I mean, you think they'd have to. a little older than Gosh, that. Gosh, yeah. I know. I, I mean, mean, there's, there's just kids just, they don't have the capacity to understand how stupid mask policies are. So... When she booked her tickets, yeah, JetBlue's mask policy was, I quote, small children who cannot maintain a face covering are exempt. And so they... That was, her, that was their policy when she booked the tickets. However, by the time of the flight, and I'm quoting the independents, right, right. Uh, uh, .co.uk, 
um, for this, but by the time of the flight, this had changed to an advisory that anybody who cannot wear a mask, quote, should postpone travel until the temporary requirement is no longer in place, unquote. So basically, here's what's going to happen, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, because of the vagueness of this policy and the fact that it was changed and it was not communicated to her, uh, she's, I hope she sues the fuck out of so JetBlue for this. And so again, we are advocates for the airlines, mm -hmm. but you have to draw a line somewhere. Well, you, you have, have to, to act like an airline that cares about your passengers right. in order for us to advocate exactly. for you. Oh, but they would say they were protecting everyone's safety so i'm sure that's what's gonna come out like we were just concerned about everyone else's safety even though there's yeah. no fucking proof yeah nice that it nice is excuse yeah. yeah nice so, excuse jet blue that's ridiculous ever, and those flight attendants should be ashamed of themselves. well they should be fired for the yes, way that they behave. they really should yep. and and the captain of that flight mm -hmm. he should have stepped in and did the right thing and understood a two-year-old isn't going to wear anything on their face right. for more than two minutes. And, it's just the way it well, is. And, and by and, the way, and the CDC the guidelines, if you even go for that, if you even believe in the CDC guidelines, it doesn't even say that young because they realize right. there's no way somebody that yeah. young is going to wear something. And they're not a health risk. Exactly. Oh, wait, but... But they can pass it but on. But they to can pass it on and, and breathe it to everybody. So here's what I always love. so tired. Here's of this what I always love saying. Bullshit. And, and obviously, we get a little heated about this because it basically fucked with everyone's lives, right? Mm -hmm. But you guys, let me tell you a story. <laughs> Imagine a virus. Wait, wait. So deadly. Light the fire. That you have to be tested to even know if you have it. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. That's so true. Good that really sums hell. it up. And look, we know that there are people that are going to listen to this that take the COVID thing super seriously and that, you yes. know, every single thing, you know, they're, they're afraid or, you know, they believe that somebody's going to breathe on them and make them. Look, we get that. But us three brothers, we do not believe that. No, we don't. Okay. They're. And, and, and trust me, we've done plenty of research on our own. We've read all kinds of, of research from scientists, from doctors, to just different people with different opinions. And I'm telling you, there is just as much, if not more, evidence and science to back it up saying that this pandemic never should have affected the world as it did. It is an overreaction. It is absolutely, obviously it's a virus, but it is not what, every, what, what everybody thinks. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's just as ridiculous as, you know, th th there's a, a, a .01 chance of, of somebody dying from this thing. I mean, it just, it goes, you look at the numbers. Since well, we talked last time, go ahead, Ryan. Uh, no, I was just, I was going to say two quick things, like, First and foremost, like the one of the biggest arguments that when I'm just out about my day and if anyone ever talks about it, whether it's family or whatever, one of the things that people always say is exactly what you said, Aaron. Like, you know, well, well, masks work because of science. And I'm so sick of hearing that because it's like 
number one, be specific. And number two, like, and when I say be specific, like, I mean, if you want to actually have a detailed argument with me over masks, then I need you to provide the specifics as much as I need to provide the specifics about you have to prove that the masks work if you want to fucking make everyone wear them everywhere they go all the time. You have to prove that they work. Well, the particles are too small and they will get through anything and there is no 100% way right. so, to stop it. So, and, and what's so freaking annoying is I was at the high school that I coached at the other day. Yeah. And I was up on a, a balcony just waiting for like my soccer class to start. And I'm just looking out, right? And I'm looking at all these poor kids that have to wear masks to school. And half of them don't even have them on, right? Because right. they're eating. Right. Um, they're pulled down. A bunch of them have them on. Which can... COVID doesn't spread, apparently, when you're eating. That, well, so. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, But they it want can you... when you're walking to your Yeah, they uh, want table. you to put a mask on and they confront you at the door while you're walking to your table. As soon as you sit down, you're fine, right? Oh, and right. it does a lot of good to just not use the table that's next to you and use it Dude. anyway so obviously i'm kind of getting a little deep in it but i just wanted to share my last thought and i'm watching these kids eat and i'm feeling so bad and i'm like how the fuck did we get here like this thing has a, i think the last numbers i saw as reported from the trusty cdc was like a 99.7 survival rate yeah and that's as a whole, I want. I bet you the survival rate is even higher amongst that age group. Well, oh yeah. The thing and is, and I'm thinking like, how did we get here? There's Why is so okay? so many um, numbers that are just false. Yeah. Nobody. I'm sorry. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on when it comes to the number of cases, the numbers of deaths, because there's been reports of you know people that. Were killed in a motorcycle crash, and yeah. yeah, it was reported COVID. And they, they, why would you test a dead person for COVID? It's because I don't the understand. hospital gets money if oh, it's COVID. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's it. the thing. Is this, the, you know, I, I, there might be people that hate me for saying this, but you know what? The more and more this goes on, and the more and more evidence is coming out. This is all politically motivated. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not going to get political yes, on here because we're not. we just ramp check. We're, we're politically neutral. OK, but here's the thing. When you look at the evidence, you will see that it, it, it follows a perfect timeline as to having this thing be a very politically controlled uh, issue this year in 2020. And well, and and. You look at the amount of control that a lot of these politicians are just loving to have over all of its, its mm -hmm. citizens, and it's just ridiculous because it, it is about control, and it is about making a society and the world really change its ways because there are certain people out there that want the control, want people to be scared, and... This all circles back to all the air shows that have been canceled, the airlines that are suffering, the airlines that are shutting down, yeah. the airlines that will have to shut down, all the aircraft retirements, all the pilots, all the families, all the flight attendants, everything is just 
absolutely on the brink of collapse over something that never should have gotten to this yeah, level. Yeah, that's where the anger extends from. It's mm-hmm. not... Exactly. The anger doesn't extend from people who have an opinion on how they feel about it. Because honestly, I'm to the point where I don't give a fuck about opinions or feelings of other people. Because I don't even feel bad for saying that anymore. Because of it, how it, bad it, it affected our lives. It is frustrating. Like, it's if you feel true. on the other side, good. Take it and run with it. But I'm not gonna be on your side and that's just the way it is like yeah it, it has affected our life so much that i'm just i'm i i just can't even believe <sighs> i know the amount so when you go and you're talking about this the airline kicking them up for a two-year-old you know i mean i didn't read the story from beginning to end but if i remember right back when the story came out a lot of the passengers on that flight were actually just like like just let him, yeah. let him yeah, on the they, pl- Like yeah, we exactly. don't care, exactly. You know, and they still, and the, they still did it. And the flight attendants yeah. were jerks to it. Yeah, him. and it's just like, come on, like we support obviously the aviation airline industry, but this decision was a poor decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and you, know, uh, that's a good point about the flight attendants and flight crew. You know, airlines are struggling right now. Only put your best and brightest flight attendants in front of the public because. On the flights that I flew recently, they were less than ideal of great flight attendants. Yeah. Okay. That's too bad. And, you know, you have. Oh, it's like, I don't even (laughs) know how to put it into words because it's like, if I was running an airline, I would want the best flight attendants who are courteous, nice, Empathetic. I was just going to say that. Empathetic and realize the whole world's going through struggles right now. So let's be nice to your fucking customers, okay? Let's not be, you know, self-righteous pricks who, well, you need to wear your mask. You're not taking a drink, sir. Or, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Jesus, this... I can compare that to walking into a convenience store. Yeah. yeah. Because certain people, they get, they get, I don't know if you want to call it empowered, but think that they have control because there's a sign on the door that says no masks. And all of a sudden, this is my store, God damn it. And I'm going to enforce this and blah, blah, blah. I know. So you get some snot-nosed little dipshit 20-year-old telling me that I have to put on a fucking mask or they're not going to serve me. Yeah. Guess what? I'm never going to go there again. Yeah. There's several stores that I've stopped going to because of that reason. Okay, so... I'm just going to call out Best Buy because oh, I don't geez. give a fuck because I'm never shopping at Best Buy ever again. Yeah. Um, early on in the pandemic, uh, the scamdemic, excuse me, um, you guys know how we feel about this, so whatever. Um, and it doesn't discount how you may feel differently No, it doesn't. Either. This is how we feel this about it. This is just how we feel. We're this is our podcast, well, and, and that's why we're... You know, expressing yeah, how and we when feel I say about I don't it. care about your feelings, like when I was gone, what I meant was is like if you're gonna come to me and tell me this, this, and this, like what I meant was, and I want to be clear because I was feeling bad just for a second, is that your feelings aren't gonna change my opinion, is what I'm saying. Right. So like when I say I don't care, it's like 
perfect example you're gonna tell your best buy story is is just when someone said something to me in public about not wearing one like mm-hmm. i don't i don't agree and i think that person quote unquote is not very smart quote unquote i guess for wearing the mask mm-hmm. but i didn't say hey dipshit I think you're an idiot for wearing yeah. that mask. Take off you your mask. You must be ill-informed. Take off your mask. I didn't do that. But if you're going to wear a mask and you're going to tell me I'm a dipshit for not wearing one, that is when your feelings won't matter to yep. me. That's what I'm yeah, trying to exactly. say. So anyway. Exactly. No, I just real quick, just about Best Buy. And in fact, this... Okay, you guys all know that I'm a Chipotle Master Burrito Ambassador, right? That's a big deal. Because uh, I'm kind of a big deal that way. Um, but uh, I had the same, I was treated the exact same way walking into a Chipotle as I was trying to go into a Best Buy. And guess what? I probably will never go to Chipotle again. I'll never yeah. go to Starbucks again because of how they treated me when I was yeah. s- went to sit down in their patio. Oh, man, there's there's so and many different stories we could go into. Exactly. But... This Best Buy one, though, it's it's actually kind of funny. So... The parking lot was kind of empty, but I heard that a lot of these stores were opening. Well, I didn't go on the website and read that you have to make a fucking appointment to shop at Best Buy. So I go into the parking lot, and I get out of my car, and like like three people come running out of the store. Sir, sir, you can't come in here. You can't. We're not. No, sir, you can't. My gosh! And then you can't even understand them because you can't read their lips when they're well, yelling at you. Across and the they have to repeat themselves thirty times because on. they have a fucking mask on. Jeez. These people are acting like people are falling over dead in the street yeah. from Ebola. Yeah, like, like you're a zombie walking in there. That's how ridiculous these people. Anyway, let's circle back yeah, to aviation. But so, so I just hand. wanted to talk one more thing about the masks yeah. because. Uh, former Navy SEAL Robert O'Neill. Of course, right. if you don't know the name, he is the Navy SEAL who shot and killed Osama bin Laden, and he was on a Delta. Yes, thank you. <laughs> he was on a Delta Airlines flight, um, and took a selfie of himself not wearing a mask, and it said, "I'm not a." I mean, it. I'm just going to say pussy because that's what he said. Um, he recently deleted the tweet, but Delta has now banned him. Uh, for doing that. Yeah, and, and we posted about this when this happened. Yeah, we did. And we got messages from our followers on both sides. This of, is kind of what started it, actually. Uh, yeah, was... e- exactly. And, and uh, you know, we had some followers that are like, hey, he knew the rules. He shouldn't have gone on the flight. So, yeah, I'm glad Delta did that. And then we had other people that are like, um, he definitely, like, should not have been kicked off because, I mean, he's an American hero He's, you know, this mm-hmm. and that. You know, I mean, the, the fact is, if all this craziness wasn't going on, like, we wouldn't even be having this conversation, you know. Um, th- th- it's got to end. Mm-hmm. It's got to end. We, th- this has got to be too. over with. You know, it's the airlines are already going to suffer for years. And um, because in the aviation industry, you don't, it's not like you just go park your car and then a couple months later you go out in the garage and you start it up and you're good to go. Like, Or if it doesn't start, you just have to yeah. recharge the battery. Yeah, exactly. It's not that, that easy. That, that's not how it yeah. works. And, and you know, you, there's there's mechanics. There, I mean, 
anybody and everybody that listens to this podcast is from all walks of life in aviation. Whether mm-hmm. you're just an enthusiast, whether you work the ramp, whether you're a mechanic, whether you're a flight attendant, whether you're one of the flight crew, uh, pilot, whatever, uh, air traffic controller, I mean, you name it. It's all those things you have to get like lined up in order to mm-hmm. reactivate even a flight like a certain flight or right. an aircraft or whatever um so it's it's not that easy that's why the airlines are saying you know they've got years you know to go before you know they kind of recover to where they were at now right we know that they will because i mean you know 9-11 there's huge you know suffering in the airline mm-hmm. industry because of what happened you know the financial crash of like 2008 or whatever there was a big dip and so i mean yeah history does repeat itself it's, it's crazy at what causes these mm-hmm. crises to happen but you know they will recover but you know they'll recover faster if they don't act stupid well yeah and and and, and, and that's kind of what we're trying to lay out it, here exactly so one more thing about the masks on an airplane there were two uh male british passengers on uh, I believe it was an Iberia flight from Tenerife hmm. uh, in the Canary, is it Canary Islands. Canary Islands, yeah. Uh, to uh, Madrid, mm-hmm. and they were. Um, and the headline says uh, two Brits have been arrested for refusing to wear. Um, two Brits arrested in Spain after re- refusing to wear masks on flight. Which, on the surface, these guys didn't, but. When you read through the story, they were actually yeah. drunk and running up and down the aisles and making fools out of themselves. But, um, and so just look, <clears throat> if you believe that masks work, wear a mask. Wear one. By all means. Absolutely. The other thing, though, if you're that scared to leave the house, I, maybe it's a good idea just to stay home. I don't know. But... For those of you it's that up to them to decide exactly, that. it's up for you. It's up to you to decide. Right. But just because you feel one way doesn't mean that you should project that on other people, and vice versa. It's like right. Ryan said. We don't. I mean, okay, I'm guilty of driving in my car and seeing somebody driving in their car by themselves wearing a mask and okay? gloves on. And we and... have a term for that. It, that term is called COVIDiot. <laughs> Um, yeah, coming to a bumper sticker near you. Um, but, uh, you know, but I, I don't like stop my car and say, roll down your window, take off your mask. Or you see somebody walking by themselves outdoors. I live in St. George, Utah, which is a desert when it's 112 degrees outside and they're wearing a mask. Oh yeah. Walking by themselves. I know. It's like, think about this people. But for those of it's so we don't. I mean, I I will talk to myself in, the car, in my car and tell myself what idiots these people are, but I'm not going to tell them no, we're not. and go out of my way to do that. Yeah, they, but they, they can decide if they want to do that. Here's and, and one last thought on the mask for me, and then we can move on. That's what you said two thoughts ago on the mask. I'm sorry. I'm getting there. Um, this is kind of an extended thing anyway. Squirrel, um, if you don't believe in masks, if you don't feel like, you know, that you should be wearing it, then don't wear it. Stand up for your beliefs. Stand up for your rights. Don't wear a mask if you don't think you should have to wear a mask. Period. B, 
because if people don't start sticking up for themselves that way, this is going to continue. It's going to get way and, even worse out of and hand. And every time somebody gets a fucking sniffle, there's going to be a mask mandate in 30 states. Yeah. yeah. So, or you feel like you're a freaking murderous rapist when you sneeze in a store exactly, for Christ's sake. Exactly. It's like, come on, people. This is a sick social experiment gone bad. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, okay, our, that's I, it. I would say that our official position is if you feel like masks work and you want to wear a mask, wear one. If you feel like you shouldn't have to wear one, that they don't work like some people say, then don't wear one. Mm -hmm. That's how it should be with the airlines. That's how it should be with any store. That's how it should be, period. There's nothing wrong if you want to wear a mask. Just don't sit there and be self-righteous and try to tell everybody else that they need to or else you're evil, period. And it goes both ways. If you don't want to wear a mask, mm -hmm. don't be a jerk to somebody who's wearing one. Well, that's one. the point. It like, goes I, both like ways. Like, we're sitting Absolutely. here venting and saying, and, and there's probably someone listening going, well, you're saying it. No, we're giving you our opinion, yes, right. on our podcast. Right. And you know our opinion, and you you can sit there and give your opinion on what we think, too. And that's totally fine. The point is, you can have yours, we can have ours, and no one should be on each other's ass for regardless of how you feel about right. it. And I'm just getting tired of being told that I should wear one yeah. when I don't think I should yeah. wear yeah. one. Exactly. And if the airline, let's put it this way, if the airlines want to recover, and when the airlines recover, it will be a direct correlation between masks, period. Because mm -hmm. I don't think yeah. people are going to fly in droves to vacations if they feel like they have to wear a mask all no. the time, because then that just displays that air, air travel is not safe, yep. Yep. period. Exactly. I agree. End of story. So, okay. Yep. All right. Moving on uh, to the next Yes. Just another subject. quick story. Um, sure. Uh, for those of you in the United States, you may have heard that a deal was brokered between Israel and the United Arab Emirates to normalize relations. Mm -hmm. yeah. What does that have to do with the Ramp Check podcast, you ask? <laughs> well, uh, we came across a really cool story that um, uh, the first business flight between Israel and the UAE is actually scheduled for next week. Cool. So, cool. Again, normalizing relations can cause things like this to happen. And I think it's a really cool thing yeah, that, it is. Um, you know, it just <clears throat> opens up more opportunities for uh, for employees, for workers, same thing. The sorry, aviation industry. For travelers, for the aviation industry. Just think, think of, of all, all the flights the, between well, these two nations right, now. Right, yep. exactly. All the flights <clears throat> that are going to happen. So. And there's also talk and speculation that... Uh, this actually everything going on with this uh, this this peace deal and mm -hmm. and uh, normalizing relationships, the UAE has been eyeing the F thirty five, and it may even you know uh, turn into some kind of a deal wow. uh, with the F thirty five. But uh, I guess we will wait to see. TBD. To TBD. To be determined. Um, so I I have another um, another story here we can go right okay. into and. Um, uh, this is from uh, simpleflying.com. Uh, Transport Canada begins Boeing 737 mask, Max test flights. Mask. They, wait, they're mask everywhere. Test flights? I know. <laughs> I know. But but anyway, so um, 
the FAA has already done several uh, flights with mm-hmm. the 737 MAX. Um, I'm sure everybody here listening knows the whole saga with the 737 Jeez, MAX. We're still talking about it. I know, and, we are. It, and if you don't know our opinion, just go back to a few, uh, circle back to a couple of different yeah, Rap the, Check podcasts. Right, we, we, we kind of cover <laughs> all that. But um, but the 737 MAX, as everybody known, knows, has been grounded for, jeez, uh, almost a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Yeah, but that's um, crazy. So, you know, a bunch of the um, uh, transport um, regulation, you know, regulatory bodies around the world are doing test flights and, and you know, making sure uh, pilots are being trained on what, you know, what they need to know for the updates and everything. And so hopefully we do see the 737 MAX back in service uh, sometime in the near future. Uh, probably is a little bit extended because of everything happening in the world right now <laughs> mm-hmm. that we've just been talking about. But oh, yeah. anyway, just wanted to give you an update on that. There's, there's no, you know, Boeing's official, you know, stance on on when the Max will be recertified. They just, you know, say fourth quarter of this year. So that's kind of what you know will probably happen. Yeah. And so again, a lot of it probably depends on you know what what else is going on so right did you guys see last week that video of that fedex boeing 767 mm-hmm. yep uh landed yeah, lax the, the without sound, uh was, was cool. it the left main gear yeah that yeah. was crazy it was if, really cool if you haven't seen it yet just do a search for it on youtube it'll, yeah. it'll definitely come up um but uh uh what a great landing I mean, oh, I've seen yeah. worse landings with all the gear, <laughs> yeah, with, you know, with, uh, with all the gear. So, um, <laughs> that's actually, but, uh, um, cool. there was a, um, let's see, I'm trying to find it. There was, um, a, uh, a YouTube channel that, that, that they take, um, air traffic control recordings oh, and, yeah. and, uh, like the radar data recordings. And they did this on the, um, on that actual incident and i'm trying to find what channel it was because you guys should go follow and watch that but it was really intriguing because the whole time okay here it is it's it's vasa aviation on uh on uh youtube vasa v aviation i guess Mm v-a-s-a v-i-a-t-i-o-n so anyway (laughs) Alrighty then. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought it was Vasa Aviation, but it's it's V A S A V I. So the the last A is part of aviation. But anyway, it was really cool. The 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 crew of that seven six seven. I mean, just professional. They actually did some low flybys so they could have um, airport ops and the mm-hmm. tower get some binoculars out to try to see if they could see if the gear was down because uh, they were getting that that unsafe gear indication on their left. Um, on their left main landing gear. Um, anyway, they they held for about seventy minutes, is what I was gonna say. Yeah, they before had they finally of, just right. came in, you know. And there was even um um uh after they had they had that um, unsafe gear indication, um they actually went over and kind of maneuvered a little bit to try to mm-hmm. get the gear down. Um, you know, so I'm sure they were you know kicking the rudder, you know, doing oh, whatever, yeah. you know whatever they needed to we're, we're not piled so we're not really sure what procedures they do but right. 
but I'm sure they were doing some kind of, you know, maybe some positive negative G maneuvers to try to get that gear down. It just makes me think of that video. <laughs> Aviation enthusiasts will know which one I'm talking about on YouTube where I can't remember what kind of aircraft it is, but they're flying low because one of the gear won't come down and they drive a car under it and the guy's oh, reaching yeah. up <laughs> yeah. trying to yeah, pull it, was, it, it It was like a, uh, it's a like Piper. A yeah, it's like a Bonanza? Or, or, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, it always makes me think of that. <laughs> that probably wasn't the wisest thing to yeah. do. Um, but uh, So did you guys watch like the entire video all the way to the end? Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. So... Yeah. I feel bad. I think they said it was a jump seater mm-hmm. that so they deployed the rope out of no, the No, it was one of it was one of the crew, one of the pilots. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was a jump seater that was in the I can't remember what they said, but oh, anyway. Oh, I thought there was only the the pilot and co-pilot. May, okay, maybe I heard it. I thought incorrectly. it was just the captain and but first officer. He went to go down the rope and I guess he lost um he lost his grip on the rope, and he oh, just no. fell and just just hit the ground hard. He did. He got he broke inj- his leg. I think he got injured. And, yeah, poor guy. And they zoomed in right after he hit the ground, but you could tell what happened. Yeah. You know, oh, by man. it. So, but uh, hey, it's it's a really good video. And the best thing about the video is it didn't end in a tragedy. Right. It it was a was... even though it was a gear up landing, it was a successful landing. Um, I'm yep. sure that airplane is going to have to go through some structural, oh yeah, you know, repairs. But it was big a great time, landing. But... I think when that video was sent, I think my reply in the text, I think I said like solid landing or something that like that. That was great. But and and it kind of reminds me of the landing we were talking about JetBlue in a negative light earlier. We can talk about JetBlue in a positive light now because uh, you guys remember the uh, nose gear that mm-hmm. was that was uh, turned 90 degrees. And they had to land uh, oh, yeah, at LAX. Yeah, and LA. yeah that was JetBlue. That was a, for a while. smooth yep. landing. Mm, and, that and, was. and that was like the first flight when the passengers could actually watch what was happening from the outside. <laughs> yeah. Because JetBlue at that time had pioneered live television. And so they're watching themselves on CNN. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is there... Yeah. yeah, flying around. I don't know how I would feel about fuel, that. You know? I know that would be that would be weird, wouldn't it? Especially listening to some dipshit like Wolf Blitzer <laughs> speculating on what's going to happen. And I know there's uh, nothing like God, the he's an idiot. mainstream media talking about right. aviation. Oh yeah, yeah. self-proclaimed aviation expert Wolf Blitzer. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> um, so let's see. We talked um, about the Max. We talked about um, us. So us? yeah, yeah. So hey, I, how do you guys feel about masks? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so, I do, I do want to say I was scrolling through Instagram today, mm-hmm. and um, I wish I saved the post because I didn't catch who posted this. But somebody uh, um, at Nellis Air Force Base posted a photo of Wraith, and mm-hmm. they have actually painted the Raydome black, so the whole aircraft's black Ooh. now. Which it was Wraith, badass huh? looking. Wow, yeah, Wraith. That's so. Crazy. So uh, it was kind of funny because as soon as I saw that, within five minutes, I was on Photoshop and I was updating the Wraith design that we have. Good yes. job, brother. Way to go, bro. None of the Wraith products are updated yet, but but I was working on it. <laughs> so uh, coming very, very soon. In fact, yes. I saw the image of it when we were working That's right. over yeah, the office yeah. together. That's right, yeah, when so. you came into the office. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you guys, thanks for hanging with us, obviously. This is a, this is a crazy time. Um, you know, 
excuse me, we want to, uh, well, we will be putting out more consistent content. We've got more YouTube material coming up. Um, <laughs> if you remember in our YouTube video podcast version, we were, uh, I was talking with uh, Lancer01 when mm-hmm. we were at Red Flag 20-3, mm-hmm. and I was talking about our YouTube channel. He says, channel, you've got like two videos up there. Yeah. Well, shit. That's the way it happened. <laughs> hey, you got to start somewhere. But man. hey, he was he was razzing me about it. I, I know, appreciate I know. it. We do have more videos up now. Um, thanks for putting me in my place, Lancer Zero One, <laughs> keeping me honest there. Um, but uh, uh, if you haven't seen that video on YouTube, go check it out. It's actually we've got some really good footage, yeah. um, both video and stills of uh, of, of stuff at twenty uh, three. Um, yeah, and the, and the cool like like uh, taxi cab confessions type video yes. that we did in the truck was really cool with yeah. Texas Afterburner I, and Raging Cajun Aviation. I'm that I'm was more, so much fun. I'm more comfortable with the term carpool karaoke because taxi cab confessions with four dudes <laughs> sitting in the car that yeah, just doesn't make no. me feel all that great. What, whatever, man. You know you're <laughs> feeling the love, dude. Oh my god! I'll tell you what I was feeling was the heat. The very little air Ooh, conditioning. The heat, eh? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I know. It was hot as hell down there. Oh, it was crazy. But it's so worth it, you guys. Oh, yeah. If you haven't done a red flag, plan to go yeah, in 2021. Like Ave Geek Heaven. It's so great. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a lot of fun. But um, check that video out. Other videos out, of course. Um, uh, we've got... Uh, a nighttime afterburner compilation that I'm actually working on for our YouTube yeah. channel that'll be coming soon. Cool. Um, don't forget, everybody, that the Ramp Check podcast is available on all your favorite podcast platforms: um, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, um, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio. Uh, yes. There's a lot of different platforms. Uh, that you can listen to the podcast on, and uh, you should be able to start listening and watching the podcasts, um, you know, if you'd like, as long as our memory card doesn't fill up again <laughs> yeah, uh, like yeah. it did. Yeah. Sorry. That's and me. I, That's my bad. I also want to add um, that we do have several guests that we are going mm-hmm. to have on the podcast that are awesome. Um you know, stay tuned for those. Keep your eye out for those. I mean, we're going to yeah. have some really awesome return guests. Uh, we've gotten some referrals from some of our past guests that are just going to be awesome. Yep. Uh, we've been in communication with some of the other, you know, followers or people we follow on Instagram. Um, from all walks of life in aviation, military, civilian, um, it, it's going to be fun, and it's going to be you know a really good upcoming handful of, right. of uh, podcast guests. So that's going to be fun. That will be good. Um, for for those of you that have uh, purchased Ramp Swag from the Ramp Swag store, mm-hmm. uh, thank you very much. Keep the pictures coming in. Yeah, we love uh, when we get the photos. We love seeing it's that. So fun and it's so cool. Also, um, thank you not just for buying our merchandise or our swag and and showing people but uh you know you guys it's just one way that you're actually supporting what we do and we really mm-hmm. appreciate that because you know the revenue that we get from that allows us to um you know improve i mean we we bought yeah. a 4k camcorder so we can start bringing you video right um 
you know, and, 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 and all that stuff. And then I know we've talked about Patreon, that we've been working on it. Mm-hmm. Aaron and I just spent like three hours before sitting down to record the podcast yeah. to put what are the close to finishing touches yeah. on Yeah, the we Patreon want it to page. be right, so we're yep. trying to put a lot of time into it. Exactly. We don't just want to be this, you know, it's a little more Patreon involved, account. yeah, than than that yeah. is. But yeah, um, there's a little bit. But but look for that to be coming really really soon. We'll definitely make an announcement on Instagram when it goes live. Yeah. Um. But and, uh, and again, the, the support through Patreon will be just like the Ramp Swag store. Right. You know, we we use those funds. It, it's almost kind of like a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. It's like we use those funds to just improve what we can do and our capabilities to bring you more content videos the well, podcast i mean and, you name it and uh, we're, that's what right know, exactly what we're, we use those we're funds based for. in utah in the united right. states and we've been down to red flag many times yeah. you know we've been to uh, aviation nation we've been to hill air force base we've been to warriors over the wasatch so really our wings over warren so really our our reach to come out and interact with you guys has basically been in the states surrounding Utah. So we want to expand that reach. We've got yeah. we've got Oshkosh on our list. We've got uh, Farnborough, Paris Air Show. We've got all Edwards these Air Force Base, uh, Riot. Uh, we've got all these shows yeah, that we want to te- do. Texas, I mean, yes. geez, Texas Afterburner and Tex right. Ab Geek. They keep inviting us down. They probably think we don't love them, but hey, we'd love to come down and yep. hang out and, and shoot down there. But it's just, you know, it's. Uh, um, by doing this and the support that we receive from everybody, it's just going to make everything so much better yep. and easier for us to bring you more content by, you know, like Tony was saying, kind of branch out a bit more, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, uh, well, it, it's and, such a blast. I mean, we, we absolutely love doing this. And really your support, uh, by buying ramp swag from the ramp swag store, that really is what was behind us being able to launch our YouTube channel. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you. Yes. So thank you everybody for supporting the podcast and keep um, the ideas coming in too, because I, yep. you know, um, it, I mean, I, I've got a pretty long list of requests from things just because, mm-hmm. I mean, it takes a while to throw a design together. Yeah. Um, and oh, so yeah. it's like, you know, I apologize for some of the people waiting for something they want to see, but, um, you know, your messages are, are, you know, well received and we appreciate it. And uh, I do all the graphic design. I, I'm the graphic design part of, of this whole gig. And so, um, you know, it takes a little bit of time to get some of these things done. But um, but anyway, yeah, keep keep the uh, uh, messages coming. Uh, you know, we also always take suggestions, feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes for the podcast, too. It goes for the podcast, goes yep. for our Instagram account, goes for the Ramp Swag Store. Um, we we love to see those thumbs up and those positive reviews and yes, you know you. the we thumbs down it. and the negative reviews. You can continue to keep those to yourself. No, 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 no I'm kidding. On, I'm kidding. Baby. No, I, I'm totally <laughs> kidding. Um, no, we appreciate that too because that's also how we grow and improve the podcast as well. Right. Um, so that not, not not only applies to the audio <laughs> version of the podcast. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. But also, of course, YouTube, you know, when you stumble across our YouTube channel or go there, subscribe, you know, hit, click the bell yeah, so you can yeah. get notifications when we put and, sh- and share it. Y- you, sure. YouTube, we're not at the point yet where we can have our own web address because we're right. so new. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but we'll get to that point uh, because of everyone listening. Right. 
all of our followers and uh yeah it's it's uh you know getting the youtube up is is, is a lot of fun so yeah. and and all these links again you can find on our website rampcheckglobal.com mm-hmm. everything our social media links uh the ramp swag store um you can send us messages through the website uh you can listen to the podcast on the website you got all your links like tony was mm-hmm. saying so and and just for those of you listening to this if you are not following us on our Instagram page. What the fuck? (laughs) Just kidding. No, Um, no, most of you guys are already following us, but I just wanted to point out 9,690 followers on Instagram now. Yeah, we're almost at 9690. We're almost at 10. We need to make that push to 10,000. So share our Instagram with your friends as well. Let's, uh, by the time we record the next podcast, let's be over 10,000 followers. Definitely. And Instagram is where it all started for us. And fortunately, Our Instagram and our other social media platforms are about aviation, so we're not, like, in jeopardy of being censored, which is going on (laughs) all over the place right now. Um, But, uh, but yeah, help us get to 10,000. We're we're really excited about that. So, um, before we wrap things up, I think this is the part of the podcast, it's been a while, Mm -hmm. where we tell each other about each other's social media, right? (laughs) Is that it? Let's go for it. I'm just kidding. Aaron, where can everybody find you on social media? Yeah, so I'm at Aaron Rumfollow, of course, at Ramp Check Global if you want to see all my aviation stuff. But, uh, you know, my personal typically, it's, you know, me, my family, my kids. I'm just having a lot of fun, my wife. Um, So, uh, yeah, and there was actually one more thing I wanted to mention on this podcast. Okay. It has to do with COVID and masks. Mm-hmm. And we don't need to get in depth because I think we all kind of <laughs> here we go again. That. But Cargo Lux Airlines uh-huh. actually painted a huge ass oh my god blue mask <sighs> on one of their beautiful seven four seven freighters. And all I have to do all all I have to say is hashtag dumb. Yes. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, Ryan. Um, you can. I'm. Uh, at rum follow me i know really clever right but um and i've been kind of getting around to accepting a lot of um requests from the aviation community i i went silent on my social media for a long time just because it was super obnoxious to get on there and so i kind of gave myself a little hiatus (laughs) so i could uh do some research on my own on a lot of different subjects but i'll get around to it so at rum follow me please well thanks brother and tony and uh <laughs> if you go onto my social media at t rum follow um yeah there's no question on what side of this whole uh <laughs> covid thing i stand so that again those are my personal views they don't necessarily reflect the views of ramp check global oh wait maybe they do yeah. um, <laughs> kind of too late for that that's my social media uh, you can check me out there, Tony Rumfollow on Facebook. Um, but uh, again, the really the majority of all of our aviation content is going to be at Ramp Check Global. So um, we already covered our social media platforms, our podcast platforms. Check out the YouTube channel if you haven't so far. And uh, just keep your eyes open for uh, more content coming your way via YouTube, um, Instagram, 
uh, podcasts, and of course, uh, we'll let you know as soon as we flip the switch for uh, our Patreon. Thanks again for your support and listening to the Ramp Check Podcast. Uh, like, subscribe, share, positive reviews, and Ryan, I didn't forget about this part. Good day. <laughs>